on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Coming to you from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. This is the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show, Nashville Sports Radio. John Burton, at John Burton 32 on Twitter and Instagram. Greg out again today. Patton Cook is here, though, our producer, our five-star general. Hi, Patton. How are you? Good morning. Doing well, John. I'm Happy- sure you are, because your Cavaliers have won seven Woo! straight. Red hot. Yeah. Ever since JB kind of had the us-against-the-world mentality, the media doesn't. is a lot like Mike Vrabel, quite frankly, but it's working. A lot like Travis Kelsey. No yes. one gave us a chance. <laughs> what? You're the best te- second, you know, 1A, 1 or 1A team all year, and uh, no one gave you a chance. Yeah, but uh, JB, after the game last night, said, you know what, we didn't really play that well, but, you know, yeah. San Antonio's terrible. You guys have won seven straight. My Knicks get a win finally over the Brooklyn Nets, and I don't care that Ky- KD and Kyrie aren't there anymore. You know, the the Knicks beat the Nets, and I'm very happy about that because I was cool with the Nets until Net fan, you know, as soon as they got KD and Kyrie, started, sh- you know, shoving their fingers and. And, and Knicks fans face saying, yeah, the Stars want to come to play for us. They don't want to come to the Garden. Well, look at you. Look at you now. So, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, happy for uh, the Cavs. I mean, Brunson had 40 for the Knicks last night. And uh, T, uh, D. Mitch had, what, 41, 41 last night last for the Cavaliers. Night. So, uh, congrats on them. Uh, I got to, I got an interesting Titans topic I want to get to. Okay. By the way, folks, happy Valentine's Day. Yes. Or as I like to call it, Singles Awareness Day. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what do you have planned for Valentine's Day? You're newly engaged. You yes. got the love of your life, Lexi. Sure do. So I um, kind of with with my kind of predicament right now, where I work early, I I really don't get to see her much kind of during the day. She's working in the afternoon yeah. today, so. Last night, uh, right before I got off work last night, I went, ran, got some flowers, Atta balloons, boy. put it in a secret room, and wow. then uh, kind of put it uh, in, in her bathroom whenever I left this morning, nice. and that's how she woke up. So I, I'm in the good book so far. It is 9.07. Yeah. How long that lasts, we'll see. You didn't get the uh, the uh, cryptic text? No cryptic text yet. <laughs> <laughs> got uh, got dinner at Cheesecake Factory tonight. Okay. Looking forward to All it. All right. Well, you know, you have a lot to choose from. That menu is Jeez. like, you know. I'm going to have to start That's like Andy Reid's uh, right. uh, call sheet. I bet <laughs> he would love for that thing to be on his play sheet. It's nice and laminated. Yes. All right, so let's do this. Let's do it. I was thinking about this in the car, Pat, and let's do yes. the cheesy, cliche, sports talk topic on this Valentine's Day. What do you love the most about sports, everybody? 615-844-5600. Now we're getting to it. Right? Tell us what you love most about sports on Valentine's Day. And you know what? I'd like to hear from the females. I'd like to hear from the ladies. Yeah. What do you love about sports? So let's, let's you know, uh, ladies, you're welcome to call. You'll be first on the call list. How about that? 615-844-5600. Would love to hear from the sports fan ladies 
uh, in our town and in our region. So uh, we'll do that. And we'll get uh, – we got Brad Powers at 925, 1025. We'll go around the NFL with our guy Alan Bell from CBS Sportsline and CBS Digital. Um, so we got a great show for you today. Uh, I was in Bridgestone Arena last night uh, for the Preds game. They honored P.K. Subban before the game, which – and it was a nice, nice little ceremony. You got a yeah. nice reception from the crowd. They all stood and applauded for him. Uh, he came out and waved, dropped the ceremonial first puck. Um, unfortunately, the Preds lost. 4-2, yeah. to two, had a bad third period against Arizona. A couple things about this game, you know, look, bad periods happen. But my question, I guess, would be – and I, I haven't heard any postgame from Hines – you know, the, la- the the game previous they played in Philadelphia, and they had plenty – that was a morning game, really, here locally. That was an 11.30 start time. So, you had plenty of time to get back to town, get rested on Sunday. Um, I'm a little surprised, even though he didn't play poorly, I'm a little surprised that Hines went with uh, Kevin Lankin in, in net on Monday night and not UC Soros. There's not an injury that I'm missing, is there? I haven't seen anything. No, no. I know Forsberg's banged up. He took a wicked hit um, on Saturday. And, um, you know, I imagine he's going to be out for a while. But, you know, you're fighting for every point you can get. And your best option in net is UC Soros, right? This guy's an all-star. This guy's a Vesna Trophy finalist. Nothing against Kevin Lankinen, who's played well as a number two goaltender. Much better than, you know, big save Dave uh, last year. And he's a capable number two netminder. But mm-hmm. in this situation, when you're in a chase pack and you're fighting and you're starting to run out of games here a little bit, right? Right around 32, 31 games left. A little surprised that Soros didn't get to start last night. Yeah, and it's hard because you kind of want to toe that line. You want One, you want to make it into the playoffs. You don't want to be sitting at home whenever the postseason starts. You also don't want to wear down your goaltender. I remember they did this with Pecorine yeah. a, a couple years ago where they just they had to. They had to pedal to the metal to really get into the postseason. And when they got in there, Pekka didn't have his best postseason. So I, I get the thinking behind it. But then again, you're looking at this game and you're looking who you've got coming up, the Boston Bruins, who mm. uh, you can count on one They're hand. They're a machine. Exactly. Uh, the amount of times they've lost this season. Dude, the Boston Bruins are 39-8-5. and five. And it's almost like a typo. <laughs> let, me, let, let, me read that. let me read that again. Let me be sure I got my reading glasses here right. The Boston Bruins, far and away the number one team in, in, in the Eastern Conference, 52 games played, 39-8-5. They don't even have double-digit losses yet on the season. They right. are a freaking machine. Yep. So I, I just, you know, listen, you know, I, I'm not going to tell John Hines how to – well, how to coach his team. Well, I guess I am because I'm a sports talk radio host, <laughs> right. co-host. So, you know, that's kind of our job. But, you know, every game is critical from here on in. Every point is precious from here on in. And, you know, it's not like it was a back-to-back. You had plenty of time. I'm just, you know, I'd be curious to curious to know what led into John Hines's, John Hines's decision to start uh, uh, Lankanen over Saros last night. And, and to me, and I, I don't know what you think about this, John, Preds are, uh, you look at everybody right now, front office from David Poyle to John Hines, they need to make the playoffs because their whole talk this offseason, they felt they got better. Mm -hmm. They felt there was no need for a rebuild or anything like that. They felt they were one of the top teams to make it into the playoffs. Right now they're sitting outside the bubble, uh, that quote-unquote. I I agree with you, yeah. If they don't make the playoffs this year, that is a major disappointment, and it – 
And I'm, you know, the thing about it is, man, I, the fans are still into it. Like, you know, the crowd was crowd was great last night. They were they were there. They were present. They were into it. They were, you know, they were doing what they do. Yeah. But I think the fans have maybe grown a little bit complacent with this team. And it's kind of like what I talked about with the Titans. It's not, you know, it's it's no longer good enough to just quote unquote make the playoffs. I know sure. Greg and I went round and round about this, and he misunderstood what I was saying. I wasn't saying that he's because remember he was like, well then what they should just quit? No, never saying that. Co- a coach and players in professional sports are never going to quit. But it gets to the point where the ultimate goal is to win a championship, right? You want to be the Kansas City Chiefs. You want to be, you know, the Colorado Avalanche. You want to be the team that is standing alone at the end of it all. And it's great to make the playoffs, and it's an accomplishment. But, I mean, in, in hockey, I mean, half, half the league makes the playoffs, yeah. bro. Right? So, you're right. They have to get in. Because if they don't, you know, despite what I just said, right, they have to make the playoffs. That's a major disappointment. And if they don't make the playoffs, you got to start asking some serious questions, to your point, about where we are front office-wise, head coaching-wise, Player-wise, you I mean, got a lot of guys making a lot of money on that team, bro. Yeah, you and, they're, and they're and they're just and like you said, they're on the outside looking in with the individual talent they had. And I go back to last year repeatedly: two forty-goal scorers, a Vesna Trophy finalist, a defenseman that had a hundred points, and you barely get into the playoffs, and then you get swept out of it just as quickly as you get there. You know, eh, I don't know, something's a little off there, bro. Yeah, and, and I get the apprehension to go full rebuild because you look at. Two teams that gave the Predators fits for a decade, the Blackhawks and the Red Wings, they've been rebuilding for a couple years now. And they don't look any closer, especially Chicago right now. All the mighty has fallen, right? Very fallen. So I I get that point. but They're dead last in the wild card right now. The the number that you signed Philip Forsberg to, you signed him to be a contributor in the postseason. If you're not really envisioning postseason success – you probably let him walk because uh, for what Philip Forsberg is, his age, kind of his window, it's now. And for them not to be winning right now, mm-hmm. it's it's trouble in paradise right now for the Preds. And, they, and they've got to figure it out quick. Like you said, games are ticking down and the season isn't getting any younger. Well, yeah. And, you know, I, I agree with you. I was led to believe when they traded for Ryan McDonough, when they signed Philip Forsberg, I felt like they had to do that. I was almost like the Yankees had to re-sign sure. Aaron Judge. He's a forever guy. He's the most prolific goal scorer in this franchise's history. He's, you know, he's young. He's not even 30 yet. He's in, he's he's still in the prime of his career, even though it feels like he's been playing forever. But I felt like Forsberg, like Pecorine, like Roman Yossi, these are your forever guys. These are the guys that, you know, have to be predators their entire careers. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, Right. You got to win. And I understand we talked about this before from a front office and ownership standpoint. Listen, you always want to make the playoffs. Right. Because that's great extra revenue, that playoff revenue. Right. All the revenue you're going to, you know, you're going to get at least two home games no matter what. Even if it's, you know, even if, even, yeah, even if you get swept and you're out of there and, and but you're going to get two home games. And if you win a series, then that's two more home games at least. Right. So I understand that. But I think the fans have gotten to the point where it's like. You know, 
okay, cool, you made the playoffs. We'll show up. We'll we'll cheer you on. We'll 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 give you you know we'll support you as best we can. But we kind of know at the end of the day, this is how it ends. And so you got to get to that point. And I give Chicago credit because they had that great run. They won those Stanley Cups. They won like three in five years, I think, something like that or whatever it was. Um, and then you know guys got older. Guys got priced out of their budget in terms of you know what they want to pay players and they committed to a rebuild and I think the Predators I I don't want to use the word afraid but I think they're apprehensive to possibly commit to a full rebuild because they don't want to alienate the fans but I think that may have already happened quite frankly and to me uh, if you trust your front office and and you trust your talent evaluation you shouldn't be afraid of a rebuild. You should trust yourself that you'll be able to as get long back as, there. Pat, as long as you're honest with the fans, that's that's always been my bone of contention in my decades of doing this, right? Just be honest with the fans and yeah. say, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna bring up our we're gonna work in our younger players, and you know we're gonna build. You know, you, you don't even use the word rebuild. Just say we're gonna build. And I've got an idea why they won't. Okay. Tickets. Yep. I mean, you're constantly raising them. It's not a Unless you're John Burton, it's not a cheap ticket to get in there. <laughs> and it, nothing is these days, and right. I get that. But yep. I, and, and I understand that from that aspect, you can't ask to race tickets and say, yeah, we're probably going to win about 15, 20 games this season. But we'll, we'll bump them up yeah. uh, fr- from last year's Oh, it's cost. a fine line that you walk. There's sure. no question about it. Uh, your boy Todd Downing has a new home. Yes. This actually broke yesterday while we were on the air. I didn't get to it, unfortunately. Todd Downing, the passing game coordinator now of the New York Jets. Not the OC, which is probably good for the Jets, but, you know, obviously they're going big game hunting for a quarterback this offseason, and so I think they want to stockpile as many, um, you know, as much arsenal as Robert Sala can have on his coaching staff. I tend to think Downing, now that he won't be responsible for play calling on game day and, and designing a game plan, just kind of going along with it, he might fare a little bit better depending on who the quarterback is in New York. I, you know, listen, I got nothing personal, you know, to the guy. I know that Titans. He was the, he was public enemy number one yes. for Titans fans, especially you. Yeah, no. number one scapegoat. Uh, just your thoughts there, Mister Titans fan, season ticket holder, Todd Downing, uh, sports professional hater. Yes, well, I, I for one thought Ian Rappaport got uh, got hacked yesterday. I was, there's not a there's not a chance in in blue hell that a tie, but no, I, it's interesting what the Jets are doing because it's two guys they brought in that in their last stint they got fired and yeah. quite dramatically. Nathaniel Hackett is well, OC. he's not an NFL head coach. No. you know, it's like he's he's a, he's a guy like Pat Shermer, Norv Turner. We've seen all these great offensive coordinators over the years that just can't hack it as a head coach. Yeah. It, it, we saw that with Hackett. So, I, and with these moves, John, it, it brings the rumors for Hackett. It brings the Rogers rumors, and we've heard rumors for Tannehill to New York as a possible destination if the Titans were willing to trade or or cut. So, I, with, with Todd Downing moving over there, so with those hires bring rumors. Um, like I said, I, I'm surprised for Todd Downing, but then again, it, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he, he found a nice little home in New York and. Uh, hopefully can move on from his off the field yeah, issues. That's the biggest thing, right? You know, you worry about, you know, his well being, his health, and, you know, obviously, you know, we we you know, it's been well documented DUI back in November after the Packers game, et cetera, et cetera. So hey, I'm you know, I'm happy for him that he found a job so quickly and uh, you know, I, I wish him all the luck. But here's the thing, and I I keep going back to this, Patton. 
if the Titans are going to move on from Ryan Tannehill, who's your quarterback next year? And by the way, speaking of committing to a rebuild and being honest with your fans, you're telling your fans, because with Ryan Tannehill, you can at least compete. You're not going to win anything. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't mean to be a jerk, and no. I'm not trying to be. But, you know, I, I'm just, like I said, I'm not a Titans fan, but I'm friend of Titans fan. You know, you, you can maybe win your division, maybe win a playoff game. But you you look at you look at the quarterbacks and how this how this AFC is stacked, you're going to have a hard time. It's a pretty low ceiling, right? But uh, you can compete. Yes. Now, if you move on from Ryan Tannehill, you're basically saying, "All right, we're we're basically stripping this thing down to the studs." Is Rabel going to be on board for that? Is Derrick Henry going to be on board for that? I mean, it looks like Lawan's out of here. Yeah, Lawan out. Well, we'll we'll see. Uh, there's options out there, and how how much better are they than Tannehill with some of the veterans? Do you go get Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you go get? But I, you know, I'd rather keep Tannehill. I'd rather I'd rather have Tannehill over Derek Carr. I'd rather have him over Jimmy G. Lamar Jackson would be interesting. <laughs> you know, if but I don't think the Ravens are going to let him go. I think they're going to franchise him and try to work out a deal. Yeah, my my personal kind of hope for this situation. You just kind of bite the bullet with Tannehill this year. He's yeah. going to take a lot of the cap, but I, I'm looking at the season. Well, you could restructure his deal to get to save you some cap money. But and you, you quote-unquote extend him, but you really don't. And I, I would rather, and maybe this is, I, I would rather not just do that. I'd rather just take all the money now, and next year he can move on. Because he's still under contract next year. His cap number is very low. I think it's like six. Well, I thought this was the last year of his deal. Uh, he's got one more after this. Okay. Um, but we'll... So for me, you take that, just let him walk. It just after that, you can let him move on. Because I, I think, like I said, the ceiling is what it is uh, with Tannehill. And I think the team's ceiling is what it is at this moment in time. So I, I'd just rather you have him this season. This season is what it is, and you look to move to the future. Well, it's going to be interesting. Speaking of interesting, it's going to be uh, really interesting for Tennessee tomorrow when uh, number one Alabama comes into town and uh, – if Tennessee can win that game, that can really get them back on track. We'll talk more about that uh, in the hours and days ahead. And also, I want to do a deep dive, Patton, into this Titan situation because um, I think for 30, well, 30, at least 30 other fan bases right now, they're asking themselves, how can, how can we get to where the Chiefs are? Or the Eagles, for that matter. You know, how far away are we from a Super Bowl? So I'm going to ask you about that with the Titans, and we invite you to – Call in 615-844-5600 and also tell us what do you love the most about sports on this Valentine's Day. But don't call now because coming up next, we're going to head out to Vegas and check with our sports betting guru, the great Brad Powers. Nashville Golfers, sports tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Station, City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. Welcome to Smashville, home of the biggest hits in hockey and the loudest parties on Broadway. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Thursday, February 16th as your Nashville Predators take on the Boston Bruins. And don't miss Saturday, February 18th against the Florida Panthers. You do not want to miss these games. Purchase your tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go Preds! This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's, so it's Miss Amy now for everybody, uh, right? Apparently it's, it's Miss Amy. Amy. It's Miss Amy, Miss Amy. I call her AAS. I call her owner. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, the boss. You know what she is? She's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I, uh, she, Damn, uh, bro. She oh, knows, she's she oh, knows, she's a gangster. Yeah, oh, she knows what she she's does. a gangster. She knows what she's doing. Yep. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Greg Pogue out again today. John Burton, Pat and Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studios. We head out to Vegas, the desert. Check in with our sports betting guy, the great Brad Powers. Brad, good morning. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to have you on, my man. Good to talk with you. I didn't realize this, that... Uh, the Super Bowl was the first Super Bowl played in a state where there's legalized betting. How about that? How far we've come, right, Brad? Yeah, I, you know what? I did not know that either. But uh, they were taking bets, I think, inside the stadium. I think there was a couple of kiosks and stuff in there were taking some big bets there. So, yeah, we have, I, mean, I think people, short-term memory, uh, I mean, forget that the NFL was extremely anti-gambling just five, six years ago. Yeah, it was a record. I'm reading an article here from C- CNBC, Brad. It was a record-breaking Super Bowl for sports books as gamblers ponied up across the United States. Uh, I mentioned that uh, Super Bowl 57, first one played in the state where sports gambling is legal, and early data shows there are a lot of enthusiasm for betting on the big game. No kidding. Um, so uh, just Yeah, who would have thought? Right, right. How about that? Uh, FanDuel, who, uh, who we're associated with here at the station, 
said it was taking 50,000 bets per second at its peak, and DraftKings paid out $2.68 million to one better on the Chiefs win. I mean, I had Chiefs money line, and I had uh, Mahomes MVP. I had some other bets that didn't come through. I was thinking about this. Kenneth Gainwell was plus, I think, like, I want to say like 1,500 for an anytime touchdown. And remember, his touchdown was was overruled, right? They looked at it, and, and, and you know, he was like a half an inch short. That was a you know, lot of disappointed people when that touchdown was disallowed. Yeah, a lot of money changed hands there. And, I mean, you, you get a lot of that. Uh, you know, a lot of the unique type of – even the popular prop bets, you know, ended up coming home for the sports books. I mean, I should say more for the public than the sports books. You know, defensive touchdown – two-point attempt, two-point conversion, mm. ball hitting the upright is a popular uh, a popular prop bet that you can bet. So a lot of those came through, and yet somehow all those very popular uh, prop bets, uh, the Sportsbook still had record profits, uh, you know, or, or at least you know showed a lot of profits here in the state of Nevada. Yeah, overall, what did you think of the game, Brad? You know, I, I know everyone – uh, you know, I've already seen all best Super Bowl ever. I mean, everyone's a prisoner of the moment. We are prisoners of the I mean, moment, are we not, Brad? Yeah, I mean, they, they do this every year. But uh, it was, you know, a, a really good game, borderline great game. Uh, not surprised the Chiefs won. I mean, I, I did have the Chiefs. Uh, I just thought, you know, better coach, better quarterback would probably, yeah. you know, end up winning in the end. I thought probably too much of the media narrative focused at the end of the game on, on an officiate, you know, one call. I mean, I, I don't know. The Chiefs, to me, dominated the second half. Just absolutely dominated. Oh, they scored the on every half. possession, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, and they're going to kick a field goal to go up anyway. So, I mean, you still have no idea that you know, Philadelphia would have would have tied or, or, or tried to lead. I mean, they would have been given the opportunity, but still, uh, who knows at that point. I think there was just too much emphasis on that. Uh you know, was how was it for me? I mean, it was a loser, believe it or not. I I did not have a good prop betting performance, yeah, and uh, even though Chiefs, yeah, it did not come home for me. And when when I just got done saying, you know, a lot of those popular prop bets won, that usually means I didn't do so well. So uh, <laughs> I'm usually very contrarian. So it, it did not. Uh, it did not work out for me. It was probably, I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, it's probably my biggest loser I've ever had in my career. Really? Wow. Yeah. The great Brad Bad. Powers joins us at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com. On the interweb, you can click the Bill King tab at the top of the page. Well, now that that's over, Brad, we look ahead to futures. And, you know, I just saw, I mean, Chiefs are plus 600 to win it again next year. I mean, Good, a, a good time to plop down some pizza money because it doesn't look like you know this 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 show's gonna uh, end anytime soon. You know, Reed already said I'll be back, and you know Mahomes will be back. He'll be healthy next year. You could probably squeeze another good year out of Kelsey. Um, you know, the Chiefs. I think they're gonna be around for a while. Yeah, I mean they they certainly deserve to be the favorite. Uh, I mean they have you know they're already like a step ahead of some of the other uh, you know. Obviously, not only because of, they've won two of the last you know four Super Bowls, they've been to five straight AFC championships. It's the fact that they are already paying Mahomes, and yet they're still able to to you know to, to win consistently. Some of these other you know franchises uh, with Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and stuff, they're going to have to figure some stuff out because they still have some really good quarterbacks that are still on their rookie deals. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think it certainly starts with the Chiefs. Don't argue that they're the favorite. 
uh, there, especially with it looks like Reed won't, won't retire. He'll be back for at least another season or two. Uh, you know, obviously, look, uh, it was a lot easier probably to do it in the 80s and 90s because you could kind of see teams on the uh, ascension in, in the NFL. Like, you know, it was like the Packers couldn't get over the Cowboys, and then, you know, finally they were able to get it done in the mid-90s or – you know, the Cowboys couldn't beat the 49ers, and then they finally, you know, got over the hump over the 49ers. Uh, you know, even the NBA, you know, the Pistons couldn't beat the Celtics, and they finally did, and then mm-hmm. they won a couple championships and the Bulls. You just don't get that anymore. It's such a parody-driven league, so I'm certain that there's going to be three, four franchises that, that, you know, weren't that great this year that, that are all of a sudden in the playoffs. But if you're to ask me, because everyone wants to bet a little to win a lot, right. I mean, if there's some franchises that can maybe take that next step, I think the two teams in the AFC for me would be the Chargers just because I think they're going to get better offensive game uh, play calling uh, from, from Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacksonville, I think, as a, as a franchise is on the ascension, especially in that division, which is a mess, uh, especially the other teams in that division. So Jacksonville and, and the Chargers and the AFC. NFC, I mean, the Giants really, it was a lot of smoke and mirrors, but sure. I mean, I think they can only get better as a roster, and I think they got the coach now uh, in, in Dable and uh, you know, th- th- those would be three, four teams that, that that I'd be looking at to, at least right now that can maybe make that next step. But I, I still think I'm going to start with the favorites. I mean, KC. I mean, the, the Bengals. Last I checked, Joe Burrow's still there. They made yep. it two straight AFC championships. And then you got two really good rosters, arguably the two best rosters in, in the NFL or on the NFC, in the 49ers and Eagles. I, I just don't think that they're going away anytime soon either. What about the Bills, Brad? I mean, you know, it's it. I thought I thought for sure this was their year. I was kind of rooting for it. I'm from upstate New York. I grew up three hours east of there. Wound up being a Giants fan, but I've always, for the most part, liked the Bills. Used to live in Buffalo. I thought this was all these things that happened to them. Demar Hamlin, their play-by-play guy, John Murphy, a good friend of mine, having a stroke. You know, the snowstorms. They had to go play in Detroit one game. A lot of distractions, but man, I was I I really thought this was going to be their year. That window starting to close a little bit in Buffalo, or you know they still have Josh Allen and you know McDermott seems like a good coach. What say you about the Bills? Yeah, it's a good question. I'm indifferent. I yeah. mean, if you really you know put me to the you know the fire, the iron to the fire, uh, I I think they're trending down. I, I think they've lost that window starting to close for them. Just I mean their own division. Uh, I think the Dolphins, once they figure out the quarterback situation, will be better. I think New England's going to get certainly better play calling on offense this upcoming season. Can't get any worse. So, yeah, I, if there's one of those top-tier teams that I think could take a step back, it's unfortunately, in my opinion, the Bills. Yeah, uh, I tend to agree with you. Brad Powers is our guest. Switching gears, talk a little college football, Brad. Uh, looking at your tweet from uh, – um, about 11, 12 hours ago, hearing whispers that more Notre Dame coaches could be leaving too. That's interesting. And uh, you said y'all are going to have to beat me to the window to bet their season win total under with Notre Dame. I know you're a big uh, fighting Irish guy. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they're just, you know, striking out. I mean, they don't have an offense coordinator right now, and their offense line coach just retired. I mean, I think it was announced five minutes before the kickoff of the Super Bowl. There's a lot of negativity around the program. Well, I mean, no, no breaking news there. That's how the program has been for the last three decades. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not looking good. I'll just put it that way. And, you know, the couple of coaches that might leave, one of them being the defensive coordinator. So, I, I you know, look, I really like Marcus Freeman. I just think he's really up against his young coach. And, I mean, the word was they didn't want to pay the 
buyouts for the Utah, uh, you know, offensive line and offensive coordinator. So hmm. uh, they're not going to help really? the young I mean, coach that, out. That's crazy, right? Because Notre Dame, aren't they supposed to be like the Yankees? We'll do whatever we, we can to win, and we'll spend what we have to spend. No. Like, you know what I mean? They have it. They won't. They have it. They won't spend it. There's a Pirates. Wow. Uh, they just will not spend it. So, as a Notre Dame fan, I mean, I'm I'm at the brink. Uh, and what I do imagine. I mean by that? I mean, I'm ready to enter the fan transfer portal <laughs> after 35 years. Were you even alive in 1988 when they won the uh, national championship with was, Tony Rice? I was five. I remember watching the game. I started young. I mean, I, I've been a diehard for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, but it is pretty much since I the 93 team sold me, and that's the last time they had a national title championship contending team i know right. they made the playoffs or whatever but they've gotten blown out but yeah, the first year that i can remember every single game was the last time they were a legitimate program so maybe i'm the one to blame <laughs> we're, t- <laughs> we're talking with brad powers um yeah i mean y- y- pretty soon you're going to be uh starting your deep dive into these uh uh, college spring games, right? That's an annual thing with you where you go, you watch all the spring games and uh, really start to get your evaluations in terms of, you know, win totals and that kind of stuff for the for the collegiate ranks, correct? That is correct. I know it's boring. It doesn't make for good radio, but, I mean, you almost have to be on top of it. I mean, there's a few spring games here in a couple weeks. Wow. Believe it or not, uh, <laughs> early March there's some games. So there's just constant turnover. I mean, we're talking – the roster probably overturns 35, 40% on a yearly basis now. So there's a lot to learn about each team. There's now 133 teams. Hey, that's just as many as the NBA, NHL, NFL, and Major League Baseball combined. So, uh, yeah, I, it's a lot of work, and I, I'm working on it. Uh, before you guys called me, I'm working on power ratings already. <laughs> well, what are your early thoughts? Well, I mean, look, I mean, this ain't going to be breaking news. I mean, I'm going to start with Georgia. I mean, I, I actually think they got a chance to be better than last year's team. So wow. I know that hasn't been a, a three-peat, but, uh, Mike, when you look at what they have personnel-wise and then, more importantly, you look at their schedule, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have right now early power rings. I have Georgia an average of a 33-point favorite in their games next year. Jeez. I mean, they're going to be a three-touchdown favorite in every game but one, uh, that, that being you know, a road trip to Knoxville. So, I'm overwhelming, number one. I, I bet them already. I, I There was an early number out there. It was plus 350. I, I bet Georgia to win the title. That's how much of a favorite I think they are. Wow. Well, speaking of Knoxville, what are your early thoughts on Tennessee? A uh, lot to shake out. I mean, I thought Joe Milton acquitted himself fine last year. I think it was nice that he got a couple of starts at the end of last year. I mean, he, I thought, look, is he going to be Hendon Hooker? No. But I'm not sure that they necessarily need him. I mean, if they get a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball, if they get a little more balanced offensively, I think no, no question about it, Tennessee's the second-best team in the SEC East. And, you know, I think I, I'm not – I'll be done in a week as far as my, my first set of power ratings, but mm-hmm. my, my gut is telling me that Tennessee's going to be in the top ten. So, I mean, look, after the last 15 years uh, of Tennessee football, you know, the last couple of years and, you know, counting this upcoming season – I mean, you got to have a smile on your face. No question about it. What uh, What'd you do for the Super Bowl, Brad? Just uh, watch it at home by yourself, or you know what? Uh, I fell asleep. People are like, "Oh, you're drinking?" No, I'm just old <laughs> fat, and I had a carb load. I ate a pizza. I fell asleep. I missed, you know, one book in town went Travis Kelsey under eight receptions. I had already bet over six and a half. Yeah. I missed the bet. 
it was you, you talk about embarrassing performances. I'm pretty self-deprecating. <laughs> I mean, I had a extremely embarrassing performance at the Super Bowl. I, I missed most of the game. I fell wow. asleep. Wow. So you just loaded yeah. up on carbs and just just passed out, huh? Yeah. Well, I did not have a good betting experience leading up to it. Right. Uh, I kind of tweeted this out. William Hill's still down their app, but I went in person, had to stand in line. I was betting parlays, and you know my, you know. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, Brad. Wait, hang on. Brad Powers was betting parlays. Yeah, they allow you to parlay <laughs> the props. Okay, Which I got gotcha. you. Should gotcha. not be the case. So, what do I mean by that? Well, there's correlation. If you think the game's going to be higher scoring, certainly you think there's going to be. You know, I'll take over for first downs. I'll take over. You know, longest touchdown. I'll take over. You know, a bunch of stuff. So there's a lot of correlation there that that leads to to being very good bets. But I'm trying to make bets. You know, just simple parlay cards. A hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks there. Yeah. You would have thought I was trying to rob the place. They had to take my ID. Get out of here. I stood in line. I had to apologize to people behind me because, you know, I, I stood there for 20 or 30 minutes. It's a Super Bowl. I mean, you got to be in and out. I mean, boom, right. bang, boom. And uh, it was just a terrible experience. And then, I mean, same book, their app goes down. So maybe karma, uh, karma's on my side, at least on that one. They, they, their app's still down here in Nevada. Unbelievable. Un- unbelievable is right. All right. Uh, I'm a single guy on Valentine's Day. No plans. You got any plans? What do you got going on? Uh, I, I yeah, I'm single too. So I I do have a buddy that owns a bar. Uh, it's kind of like a Cheers bar where everybody knows your name. I'll probably drink my sorrows and at least one, have one or two there. <laughs> well, have one for me. I'll I'll do a long distance Cheers uh, with you, my man, someday. Someday, Brad. Right back at you. <laughs> Thanks for joining Take us. Care. Get your plugs in real quick, buddy. Yeah, bradpowersports.com. Click on the Bill King tab, top of the page. Download past issues for free. And uh, we'll have some uh, college basketball coming up in a couple weeks as far as March Madness. Great stuff. Have a great day, man. Thanks, Brad. All right. Take care. All right. Brad Powers, always entertaining to have him on with us every Tuesday. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, your phone calls till the top of the hour, 615-844-5600. Clones, what do we want when we're craving protein or we need some more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. What we want is beef, pure and simple. So where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper beef jerky. Old Trapper is not your father's jerky. It's not shriveled, dry, and tasteless. Old Trapper beef jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. So it's tender and it's tasty. It's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for their relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously, and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four great flavors that satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest that goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. If you don't see it, clones, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? 
Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-785-9132. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. If you were going to hire Tim Kelly, you, they've been done for over a month. I mean, well, that would have already been done. This is where you scoured the ends of the earth and you just went in-house because if you look at the OCs, they've been coming from within on Mike Rabel's staff. What happened? What happened? I mean, I don't know. There could be a lot of different things that happen. I'm not sure. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Greg out again today. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Alan Bell from CBS Sports Digital will join us at 1025, as he always does. We'll spin you around the league with uh, all, no disrespect to Eric, but, uh, you know, he's our official spin us around the NFL guy. So we'll get to that. Pat, and I ran across this article. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, Hope you're having uh, a great day planned with your significant other. Uh, I am single. And uh, so I was looking up an article about, I just typed in, I just Googled single guy on Valentine's Day. And I ran into this article from Men's XP. I don't, have have you heard of that? I have not. All right. So you don't apply, obviously. You are engaged. You have a lovely fiancé that I'm sure you'll have a wonderful evening with. 14 things single men should do on Valentine's Day. So I'll run through these uh, real quick. I get it, 14, because it's February 14th. See see what they did there? Okay. All right. So I'll blow through these pretty quickly. By the way, you can give us a call, 615-844-5600. What do you love the most about sports on Valentine's Day, everybody? All right, number one, you ready? Buy yourself a gift. 
Let the other guys, smitten by their girlfriends, spend a fortune in their attempt to woo their ladies. You can spend something, uh, spend on something you have been eyeing on for a long time, an iPhone, the latest gaming console, or anything else that's appealing to you. Don't ponder over your gift anymore. Just go spend it. All right? How about that? Number two, throw a party. Treat all your single friends to drinks and a whole lots of fun. You can invite their already hitched friends, too, as well. So throw a party. By the way, these are the 14 things that single men should do on Valentine's Day. Number three, laze around for one day. Go into exile, kind of like Aaron Rodgers, but he has a girlfriend. (laughs) Shut yourself off from the world and do absolutely nothing. I like that option. Four, pop on a DVD. The Oscar-nominated movies are out there on DVDs. Buy yourself one of those or revisit some old classics. When Harry Met Sally... Right. Five, hit the bar. If partying seems to be a good idea, but you don't feel like throwing one, <laughs> hit the nearest bar and drink and dance the day away. <laughs> okay. Number six, indulge yourself in some sports. I think we can all relate to that, fellas. Enough of whining and complaining about the lack of time. You love cricket? You love football? Then go to the nearest park and barge into one of the numerous teams that are playing there. Okay. Number seven, an out-of-town trip. Oh, you love traveling, don't you? Then stop loafing around and pack your bags. Go for an impromptu uh, or go to an unexplored town nearby. Pogue's been bugging me to do that for, for years. Eight, spend some time with, fa- spend some time with family. Nine, <laughs> catch up on some TV. Eh, okay, we kind of do that anyway. Number ten, chat online. You know, maybe go on a Facebook chat or something like that. See what's out there. Okay. Again, these are the 14 things that single men should do on Valentine's Day, according to Men's XP. 11, forget clubbing. Have some private drinking time. Yeah, just sit in the dark and drink. I might do that. <laughs> That's also what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Exactly. Right. Well, he's doing the ayahuasca. Yes. Number thir- or number 12, excuse me, spa time. Go for a massage to spend some tranquil moments and also loosen those muscles in the meantime. That that could lead you down an interesting road, depending on where you go. 13, start a lesson. All right, you can't learn to dance or sing in one day, but you can at least make the start on the 14th of February. So learn how to do something, I guess. And last but least, last but not least, excuse me, number 14, go about your business. Big deal. It's Valentine's Day. You have your own fixed schedule. Why disturb it? Contrary to all notions, singletons do have a lot more choices than their hitched counterparts on Valentine's Day. They're not wrong. That's true. Yeah, that's one of the advantages of being single. You can kind of go and come as you please. You know, phone rings. You don't necessarily have to answer it. Yep. You know, there there are advantages. What what did, what did you make of this? Uh, uh, list this 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 fourteen point list for single guys on Valentine's Day. I enjoyed. Day. I, I think the first point may be the winner. Go and buy yourself something. Yeah, been wanting something. I thinking oh, I need to save money. I just go out and buy it. That's right. I mean, you're if if you're with somebody, you can't take it with you. It's only money, right? Exactly. If you're with somebody, you're going to have to buy something anyway. Which is, by the way, can I just address that? Okay, just. A matter of weeks ago, it was Christmas, right? Yep. If you're hitched, you're a dude. You gotta, you gotta get your, you gotta get your gal something really nice for Christmas. Probably some jewelry, something 
something that she wants and will appreciate. You know, you're not going to buy her an ironing board for Christmas, right? <laughs> and now, just weeks later, you know, when you're still probably paying off everything you spent for Christmas, now you got to do it again for Valentine's Day. We're talking to we're talking maybe a weekend trip. We're talking dinner. We're talking flowers, candy, jewelry. I don't know how fair that is. It's uh, one big scheme, John. We're just living in it. <laughs> it's it's unbelievable. Well, it, <laughs> on that note, have a wonderful night tonight with your fiance. <laughs> I will be editing this here uh, audio. Uh, this will not be making it in the, uh, the <laughs> yeah, full sure. show replay. Fair, fair enough. All right, let's take our final break. We'll come out and close out hour number one after this. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby.
lot of post-Super Bowl coaching news in the NFL. By the way, welcome back. Greg Pope, John Burton Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Greg out again today. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Uh, some coaching moves going on. The Ravens have hired Todd Munkin to be their next offensive coordinator. Listen, they got – I don't think they can afford to let Lamar Jackson walk. And, you know, it's it's a sticky situation because he wants – he wants what Deshaun Watson got, the fully guaranteed contract. But assuming they bring him back, they have to they have to kind of like what the Titans need to do. They have to make this offense a little bit more dynamic. So bringing in a guy like Todd Munkin, I think, is is huge. And a lot of teams wanted him. Uh, of course, Georgia's offensive coordinator who, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at what he did with that Georgia offense. I mean, they always talk about the defense, but they went toe for toe with Alabama or with uh, Ohio State yep. uh, in, in the semifinal. Of course, the final did, didn't matter much, but right. Uh, it's it's a nice move, and you always heard about that Ravens offense on how Lamar never truly had a chance to show what he could do in the pocket. And if uh, if he's up to the task, he's got a great shot. If he's still there, of course, to yeah. ha- really have a great offense around him. Well, it's a very condensed passing. They they like to run the football. They like to use the tight ends with Mark Andrews. You know, they they had a really good receiver deep threat in Hollywood uh, Brown, but you know they need to kind of make this a little bit more. You know, listen, you're not going to get a guy like Lamar Jackson to strictly be a pocket passer, sure. but you need to incorporate some of that into that offense, no? Yeah, no, it can't be one-dimensional in any in any sense, and I, we saw that this weekend. Let's close out our number one and check in with our first call of the day. It's Dougie Fre- a fr- a fr- a Fresh. Hi, Doug. Mr. Burton, Mr. Burton, I think you just missed your calling. I mean, I know you're you know, wanting to be a Hall of Famer, but you got a chance to be in a, a, a big time rapper. If you, if you don't perform, you can either write or something. Well, listen, the key to that is I'm not a very good freestyler. You got to be able to rhyme off the off the top of the dome, and that's I'm more of a singer than I am a rapper. You know, I'd like I'd be Fine. like Tank or Jaheem or something like that. You know, Fine. Joe Good Brian JT. McKnight. Somewhere to, to put you some li- lyrics down and just just run it. All right. I mean, it's, well, it's, you'll hear me you rap know. when uh, when uh, uh, Brett. Uh, Alan Bell, Bell comes on at ten twenty-five, so there you go. Exactly, you know that's that's my point proven. <laughs> uh, the reason I'm calling today is because uh, I keep hearing the statement, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the new face of the NFL. Mm-hmm. I saw him on Jimmy Kimmel last night. He's just a wholesome, you know, Disney pictures with the family on social media kind of guy. Yeah, uh, I remember when it was Walter. You know, at one point you could say Michael Strahan. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.J. Watt, you know, even Marshawn got in there with the soup. and Peyton Manning, of course. Yeah. Yeah, Peyton Manning. So when you have that title, again, there's always marketing, you know, Campbell's Soup or whoever it is you want to promote, there's that side. But if Mahomes is the number one, I- I'm just asking, who's number two right now? Is he a standalone? Who's number two? <sighs> the number two face of the league? Um, that's a good question, man. Um. The first name that comes to mind, uh, the first name that comes to mind is Josh Allen. He gets a lot of commercials. He's a likable guy. He's very popular, well, obviously in Buffalo. You know, hot head, a little bit feisty, a little cocky. Yeah, but he's but he's, he's a type of guy I think you you, you can relate to. You know what I mean? Uh, that's okay. the first name that comes into my mind. I may be missing. I'm probably missing one or two guys, but I would say Josh Allen is probably the number two guy in the league right now. But Mahomes is clearly number one. Works for me. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks, Dougie. Appreciate it, man. Always great to listen to have Doug call in. 
All right, speaking of calling in, you can do that. You're allowed. 615-844-5600. As we said, Alan Bell will join us at 1025 from CBS Digital. We'll spin around the NFL. Where do we go from here now that the Chiefs have won another Super Bowl? That and a whole lot more. Stay with us. Hour number two coming right at you. ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. Shock and grief at Michigan State University. Our Spartan hearts hang heavy. This is a day of shock and heartbreak here across our campus and our region. Interim President Teresa Woodruff trying to console the campus community after an unidentified gunman wearing a mask and with no affiliation to the school, opened fire in two buildings, killing three students before taking his own life. The investigation went on throughout the night. Five other students are hospitalized with critical injuries. Classes at MSU canceled for the next two days. Overseas in Turkey and Syria, 37,000 dead and counting, but some 8,000 recorded rescues. Miracles pulled from underneath the debris of collapsed buildings after an earthquake more than a week ago. Our mission here, it's uh, to save as many lives as possible. Interim L.A. Fire Department Battalion Chief Frank Infante, part of a team of American first responders there to help. On the suspected Chinese spy balloon investigation, the State Department held a trilateral meeting Monday with government ministers from Japan and South Korea. The outcome, a united front against the People's Republic of China for any violation of U.S. airspace. We are absolutely confident that this was a surveillance apparatus of the PRC uh, and that it was... Uh, over our territory, uh, and we had every right uh, to take that balloon down, as we did safely. That's Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman. Uh, the other objects found flying in the skies over the U.S. and shot down, still part of the ongoing investigation. A new look at inflation out this morning. The Labor Department is set to release its latest report on consumer prices. Experts think it'll show inflation running at about 6.2% from last month. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome to Smashville, home of the biggest hits in hockey and the loudest parties on Broadway. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Thursday, February 16th as your Nashville Predators take on the Boston Bruins. And don't miss Saturday, February 18th against the Florida Panthers. You do not want to miss these games. Purchase your tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go Preds! Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. 
Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Hour number two of our fine radio program, Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. Greg out today. John Burton, Pat and Cook, inside the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. You can give us a call, 615-844-5600. You can also follow us on social media. Patton is on Twitter, at Patton underscore Cook. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at John Burton 32 You can follow us as a station on all major social media platforms, except TikTok. At Nash Sports Radio. Should we get a TikTok uh, uh, account as a station? Send little videos, like you and me, like dancing and stuff like that? That, or, I mean, we could Can just... you dance, Patton? Oh, I mean, John, I mean... You can move, right? You just got to take a look at me. I mean, I, I was in show Bro, choir in you, high school. you do realize, I mean, this is a ways off, but you, you, you do realize you're going to have to dance at your wedding. Oh, I know. And uh, the, the years of show choir in high school john it they didn't go to waste i'll just say that <laughs> um obviously we're having fun here like we normally do but uh i didn't get to this in the first hour and i'd be remiss if i didn't mention it thoughts and prayers to everybody out at michigan state university um just a horrible horrible tragic event happening with the masked gunman um and the shooting there that left uh, some people dead and uh, many others in critical condition. Our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody at Michigan State and a colleague of mine and a guy that I like and respect a lot, and I know he, you know, he works down the dial, but I am going to mention his name, Joe Rexrode. His, uh, his kid goes to Michigan State, wow. but Joe tweeted last night that his, his son is safe. Thank God for that. But, you know, I think about the lives lost. I think about this senseless shooting that happened and it happens way too much in our country and I'm not going to get political here. So please just 
just chill out. Just let me talk for a second you know, before you start to at me, this and that. Something needs to be done. And it's just it's just horrible. And, you know, apparently this gunman who turned the gun on himself had no ties to the university. Don't know what his agenda is. We may never know. But it's just it's just tragic, man. You 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 know, you just you hate to have to come across that on your timeline or, or, or read about that or watch that on TV. Just senseless killing and you know, we had some beautiful young lives taken away from us, you know, that were going to college, that were planning their future, that were getting ready to maybe help make this country, this world a better place. We'll never know now because they're no longer with us because of a senseless shooting and it just breaks my heart, man. Yeah, totally. And as someone who just graduated from college, kind of living on campus, we would have drills for stuff like this. And mm-hmm. that, and I would, you just never, I don't know, you never really think, well, surely, I mean, that would never happen to me or anyone I would know or be anywhere. Right. You're supposed it. to think that way because it's not supposed to happen. Exactly. But just the thought that you have to have drills for stuff like that. I mean, kids in elementary school are having to do it these days. It it's awful, and uh, I echo that sentiment, and just whatever, like me and John, we're not lawmakers, we don't have the, the right. answer, but the to stand pat and say what we're doing right now is working would just be a lie. Right. I mean, and something's got to change. That's, that that's, that's well said, because like I said, you know, we're not going to make this into a political debate, we're not that show, you know, the people that like to do that type of stuff no longer call our show anymore. <laughs> and so, and, and we're good with that, believe me. So, uh, you know, we just send our thoughts and prayers. And, uh, man, it's just, it's just hard. It's, it's hard to go about your day and not have that at the back of your mind. So I did want to address that. I probably should have addressed it in hour number one. I didn't. I apologize for that. But uh, we're definitely sending our thoughts and prayers. And I'm very happy that, uh, like I said, Joe Rexroad's son is safe and, um, you know, um, there's not much I can add to that. It's just a tragic, tragic event. All right, let's go uh, back to the phones. Alan Bell joins us at 1025. But for now, but for now, no? All right, <clears throat> I'll try to do it. Dana Dane. Hi, Dane. Hey, hey man, it's good to go on scripted sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you got to ad lib it. How you doing, yeah. buddy? Uh, doing okay, man. Uh, hey, you got a big game tomorrow, not, huh? You got a big game tomorrow, bro. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm supposed to be going. I'm. I'm going up. I'm going up there. <laughs> that, well, but, by uh, the looks of things, they need you. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, unless they can get there, I don't know what happened to their shooting, man. It, it fell off, and the uh, Scobie makes those two uh, free throws the other night, man. We walk out of there, but you know right. they. But you know, I mean, I just don't know, man. And then uh, we got we lost. Uh, Jordan James is out. That's big. So sure, you know who, who knows which way it's going to go. But man, they their shooting is just you know even uh, they squeaked out that victory against Auburn. But I mean, their shooting was off in that game. I mean, yeah, they shot twenty seven percent, bro. You, you know you going, can't going you can't do that much. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't pay much attention to stats. I'm not a stat guy really. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, you know, it just they're just they're they're off, and I, I, I they can't get the shots to drop. So I don't I don't know what's going on, but we'll see. They're going up against the best team right now, so we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, Alabama ranked but, uh, ranked number one for the first time in twenty years. But anyway, uh, you know, at least the Super Bowl wasn't dull. You know, no. it, was, it was a pretty pretty good game, man. You know, because 
Uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of thought the NFL got their uh, comeuppance when they, uh, when they called that pass interference against uh, against New Orleans a couple of years ago and knocked mm-hmm. them, knocked them out. Of, remember that? Knocked them out. Yeah, the non-call there. Yeah, the non-call. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and the, yeah, the non-call. And uh, and so anyway, knocked them out, and, and then we had the dullest Super Bowl probably on record. Uh, after that, so I covered that Super yeah. Bowl. I was in the building for that. I was falling asleep in the third quarter. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a snoozer. Hey, what's wrong with Greg? Uh, Greg's not here. Uh, he's, he's not sick, is he? Uh, as far as I, I know, he's not. not. He's okay. He's, well, I don't care what he's doing. I just yeah. hope he's okay. Yeah, whatever he's doing is his business. Yeah. But uh, but I I just want I, I watched some of that. I was watching the Detroit news uh, last night. And I just want to say this, and this is not political. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, these these assault weapon nuts out here—you can't you can't deer hunt with an AK-47. Okay. Yeah. The guns are for sport, and guns are for protection. Only those two things. And uh, something does need to be done. Somebody somebody shot up the Maxwell House Hotel the other day. And, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. day, day before yesterday. I mean, that's it's happening in our city. And, uh, you, you know, I mean, Waffle House, all this stuff. Sure. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, something, something, something does, it needs to be done. Something needs to be done. Because when you can't, if you can't be safe at school, you can't be safe at church, I mean, uh, where, where can you be safe at, man? Where is safe? Well, Dane, you know, you talk about it all the time, right? And you know, we use this, this phrase way too much in our business, but, you know, it is every parent's nightmare. You send your kids away to college. You expect them to get an education, to learn how to, you know, navigate life kind of on their own and kind of deal with things and socialize and kind of form what they will be as as adults, as young adults. You, you never expect some whack job to come onto the campus of where your kid is, is going to school and start shooting people up. I mean, that's ridiculous, man. Well, you can go all the way back to Virginia Tech and, or – yep. You know they had they had the thing from oh, the guy dude, in the Col- towers. Columbine, man. Texas. You know, I mean, you know, you know. I mean, it's just, school is school and church and those kind of places are places that you should go and 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 not have to not have to worry about stuff like that. I I don't I, I don't I don't understand it, man. I don't I don't, I don't understand this this because I own guns. I don't I have I've yeah. got guns in my house, but I don't I don't understand this. Uh, this fascination with all this stuff and and they're going to come take our guns because that's not true they're not right. going to they're not going to do any away with anything in the, in the bill of rights they're not going to do it right. but an adjustment needs to be made on where guns can be taken what kind of guns can be used and so, background checks for those that there. yeah that's right background that's checks exactly man right. i don't think exactly that's asking right. too much again not to no, make this no, a political no, deal no, but you know it's not, and we're not going to make it political. This is a sports show. Right. But something needs to be said because they went on a college campus where people are supposed to be safe. Anyway, man, that's all I got, man. Thank you. Dane, love you, bro. Talk to you soon. And uh, uh, MSU has uh, shut down the campus for at least 48 hours, no sporting events, no nothing. Um, I don't believe Tom Izzo has, has spoken or any of the uh, big-time uh, sports figures at M- Michigan State have spoken yet, but, I mean – I can just imagine the heartbreak. I mean, you know, you know, parents lost, you know, kids, you know, friends were lost. And, you know, anytime there's a situation like that and a loss of life, that is uh, certainly, certainly tough to deal with. Meantime, um, you know, we're in the post-Super Bowl era. 
uh, uh, phase right now, right? And uh, I think it's a very reflective phase for a lot of fan bases and teams, right? At minimum 30 other teams slash fan bases are scratching their heads right now saying, all right, how can we get to where the Chiefs and Eagles are? Because they both had great regular seasons. They were pretty much identical, I think, uh, in terms of record, points scored, you know, all those all those types of things. I mean, those were the two best teams that played. Yeah. Um, you can make an argument for Buffalo. You can make an argument for Cincinnati. You can make an argument for maybe one or two other teams. But at the end of the day, we saw the two best teams. You know, the two one seeds made it to the Super Bowl. You know, Chiefs outlast the Eagles. So fan bases are now asking themselves, you know, how far away are we from where they are? And what do we have to do to get there? So I'll start with you, Pat and Cook, as a Titans fan, season ticket holder, Nashville resident. You know, you bleed Navy and Columbia blue. That is your team. That is a team sure. that is a team of record for you. Two questions. How far away are the Titans and what do they have to do to get there? Because I, I go back to last year, losing that game to Cincinnati. I thought that was their best opportunity and they blew it. And I think it's it could be a while before they get back on that level. Yeah, they're they're they are playoff caliber right now. Um, as things stand, with the group they have, they should have made it last year, and that's with all the problems right. that they had. And of course, you would hope they're going to upgrade a few positions, offensive line, kind of being that main one. Think they still need a weapon or two on the outside. Mainly, they just need to get faster. And, and Vrabel said that here recently. But and maybe. To me, I think they are an elite quarterback away because I think an elite quarterback, it can make up for a lot of issues. That Chiefs team was flawed in a couple different avenues. Right. They, they had stretches of play where you were just like, what the heck are they doing? I mean, they had about six or seven running backs they brought in trying to find a run game. And ultimately, they found that run game with right. Isaac Pacheco. But I, I think in – an elite quarterback and Mahomes is two different things. He's the best right now. Right, he's but, yeah, he's on another level. But he's special. I, I think you look at what the Bengals did. That's a team that has flaws, and arguably they had a a really good shot to, to beat the Chiefs. So I I get the they there are holes on this roster, and I agree. But I I think they are an elite quarterback in a way, and I I know that's easier said than done. But I just look around the league and I look on how quickly. Uh, an elite quarterback can pick up a team. I mean, the Bengals were drafting one, two, two, three, two, two to three years ago. Joe Burrow has come in there and really made a difference. So he's got they, some weapons, though. I mean, you know, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. You know, he's got Boyd, weapons, but he's got no good off, tight end. He's got no offensive line, though, John. Yeah. Well, and, they looked pretty good in that Buffalo game, and he looked awful against Kansas City. True. So I, I every team is going to have its flaws and I get the flaws to tighten. So you're saying just get, just get that elite quarterback in here and, and we'll have a shot at it to me. Yes. Okay. Are you okay with them picking at 11 or would you like to see them move up or maybe I don't, move down? Trade I do up not, or down? I do not want a quarterback at 11. Uh, if they're going to take a quarterback, it's got to be in the top five and it's got to be one of the two of uh, Bryce young and CJ Stroud. If they're going to draft one, I, I'm not buying into the Will Levis hype. I'm not buying into the Anthony Richardson hype. Me either. To me, that sets you back. If you're going to draft at 11, get you a mauler up front at left tackle. Yeah, because it looks like Taylor Wan is uh, is heading out the door. Again, we talked about it. Just the fact that he was allowed to be quoted on the team's official website saying, I expect to be cut, that is the Titans' way of you know yeah. letting, letting their fans know you know, early on that, you know, expect this to happen. So 
615-844-5600. Love to get your thoughts on this. How far away are the Titans? Do you agree with Pat and Cook? Are they just an elite quarterback away? Do they need to commit to a rebuild or just a reload? You know, Steve and I were talking the other day. He, he thinks reload. I'm leaning more towards rebuild, to be honest with you. My thing is this, right? You want to be ready to go by the time that new stadium opens, right? You don't want to, you don't want another five and twenty-seven two-year death march when you open that new stadium. Yeah. That that would be a disaster for this organization. Would you agree? Oh, for sure. Because I mean, seats right now and the prices that they are. I mean, we haven't heard a definitive number, but. Uh, from the emails that me and my dad have gotten, I mean, the, the <laughs> price the price that you paid in 1999 is not going to be enough for your PSL. And, and that's that's not even getting your seat a year in, year out. So it, for fans, the number that they're going to have to pay, I mean, the Titans have to be competing. And I'm not saying they have to be number right. one in the AFC, but they got to be competing. They, can't be, they can't be three and 14. That no. ain't going to cut it. They got to make the – got to at least make the playoffs. So I, I get it on, on that sense – but I, I just go back and I look at who they have at head coach mm-hmm. and who they still have on this roster. I mean, if you're right. going to rebuild, just go ahead and cut Derrick Henry right now. Yeah. I mean, what's uh, he's he's got really two years left max right. at elite potential right now. And a guy you got wanting to come back, I mean, if you're going to rebuild, why sign Jeffrey Simmons? And you know what? Exactly. And for once in my life, I actually agree with Zach Williams where, he's, where he said that, you know, Derrick, you know, he's he's down a tick. He slowed down a tick. Yep. You know, he you know, he, he got caught from behind a couple of times. He had the ball security problems. He's he's lost a half step, maybe a full step. He's still damn good. Yeah. He's still damn good. You you know, you'd still rather have him than not have him. But you're right. We're looking at probably maybe two years max production out of him. You know, and it's not like he can just switch to being a pass catching third yeah. down back. That's not gonna that's you know just he, his body type won't allow right, it. Right, exactly. And he doesn't have the best hands. He works hard at it. You know, he works – I see him on the jugs machine all the time at practice, so he's, he works on it. I mean, you don't question Derrick Henry's work ethic, but, you know, it's a it's a position where it's going to take its toll the older you get and the more hits you take. It's just that simple. Yep. So, interesting. Well, let us know what you think, 615-844-5600. But don't call now because when we come back, we're going to check in with our weekly segment – one of my favorite segments of the week, the great Alan Bell from CBS Digital. We'll spin you around the league, talk Titans, and everything else. Stay with us. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, coworkers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's starleasing.com to learn more. 
I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagans. If you can have a fair criticism of me for what I'm about to say, if you get into the playoff enough, one of these years you're going to catch lightning in a bottle. The Titans missing the playoff this year was absolutely inexcusable, right? They had a team we knew was good enough to get to the divisional or conference rounds, and then you just catch lightning in a bottle or you have the two best games of your life, and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. That's a good goal for the Titans. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. With so much drama in the NFL, it's time to check in with our man, Mr. Allen Bell, because he somehow, someway keeps coming up with great information like every single day. Every Tuesday at this time, we bring in from CBS Sports, cbssports.com, CBS Digital, our guy, Alan Bell, to spin us around, spin us around the NFL. Alan, good morning, buddy. How are you? Good morning, my man. How we doing? Look, let me say this. I was thinking about you, right? Giants fans probably happy that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, huh? Hell to the yeah, my man. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick Mahomes. I, uh, I, I owe that man dinner. Although he should buy me dinner with the money he's making, and I'll buy Dude. I'll buy Andy Reid all the cheeseburgers he wants. I did not want to see <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles celebrate a Super Bowl win. Man, like, real quick, and not to hijack, but like Patrick, Mahomes, like this dude. That was my first question. Go. Like, you cannot give him an inch in the second half, or he'll take you down. Like he just does it every single. It doesn't matter. Super Bowl preseason. Like this dude, he just has ice in his veins, man. 
dude, he's he's special. You know, he's the chosen yep. one. You know, he's Tiger Woods. He's LeBron. He's that dude, man. He's just, yep. you know, and it's so funny because leading up to the Super Bowl, Alan, you know, he's starting to get a little hate now because, you know, he's winning a lot, kind of like what Brady went through. You know, people are like, oh, I'm sick of the Chiefs. I'm sick of Mahomes. My guy Rizzo in Cleveland was, you know, he's a bitter Browns fan. God bless him. He's, you know, he's in his 60s. You know, he was on the radio yesterday. Yesterday, saying I'm sick of Patrick Mahomes being good. I'm sick of the Chiefs. <laughs> you know, but you know he's a bitter Browns fan. I can, you know, I can understand that. But you know, whether people like it or not, Alan, I know you agree. He's the face of the league right now. He's he's the guy. Oh, he's the face of the league. And and let me say this, and not that like this is anything new that people don't know, but understand. Like I get that feeling. I get it. I totally understand. But let me say this: give it up to the Chiefs because. When they drafted him, they had a quarterback at Alex Smith mm-hmm. who just took them to the playoffs, all mm-hmm. right? And then this team trusted their scouts, they trusted their guys, and they said, look, not only are we going to draft a quarterback when we don't need one, we're going to trade up to do it, right? Like, that's a move that if it doesn't work, everyone's fired. Everyone yep. is fired. Like, it, the brass that it took to do that is unbelievable. So that's why, like – this success that they're having, dude, they've earned every bit of it because they took the risk and it paid off greatly. No question about it. How about the adjustments yeah. Andy Reid made in that second half offensively? That's a yeah. really good defense. And I don't want to hear about, oh, they were slipping on the on the turf or whatever. You know, both teams had to deal with it, so I, I'm, I'm throwing that out. But, you know, the yeah. Chiefs scored on every possession in the second half, and they needed to. Um, but how about those adjustments Reid made in that second half? tremendous right because look i mean we talked about it last week right like how many times do you see chiefs games where they just kind of get bored right in the middle yeah. of the game right <laughs> yeah and, and you know what you didn't see it and you know obviously you know philadelphia pushing you know the the the, the, the tempo of it right um you know has something to do with it but yeah like i i thought that the chiefs played a like just not only played like cold phenomenal games right like you know the offense was all over it Spags in the defense was all over it. They didn't give up one sack, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it was just – it was a it – was, it, I'm not going to say it was a perfect effort, but it was pretty darn close. And, and let's be honest. Like, I don't care who you are. When the Eagles come out, take the ball, first drive, and just punch it in, mm-hmm. and you come right back with a touchdown, like, game on, dude. Like, it, it was a phenomenal job by everybody on Kansas City side, uh, you know, all over well, listen, I got to give credit where it's due, and we're talking with Alan Bell. I got to give credit where it's due. Obviously, I sports hate the Eagles being a Giants fan, but, I mean, Jalen Hurts was absolutely spectacular. I never yep. thought this guy was going to be a bona fide NFL quarterback. You know, he was good at Alabama, good at Oklahoma. I thought, like a lot of people, he was just a system guy. I mean, he's legit. He is a franchise quarterback, and they're getting him on the cheap right now. Yeah, they are. They are. And, I mean – he played a hell of a game. That's why, like, I'm telling you, like, it's the minute that the game ended, right? Like, I, I was texting my dad, and, like, I, you know, we were talking about it. Like, one, that it was a great Super Bowl. And two, I was like, this is one of those to where it kind of stinks that somebody has to lose because both quarterbacks just played their tails off, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Hurts is, is, is incredible. And, and, look, give him credit on this. You know, it's rare that you see a quarterback in the NFL – get better with accuracy, right? Like, it just doesn't happen. And, I mean, after his first year, everybody, you know, saying, oh, he's just a runner, blah, blah, blah. No, man, like, this dude went 
hired, you know, a, a private coach and said, look, I, I make me better, and I'm going to give you everything that I have. And the, and he, the dude did it, mm-hmm. right? And you don't have a lot of time in the offseason. And I'm not saying that he was a running quarterback to begin with. He wasn't. But he just wasn't acclimated to all of the NFL in terms of how quick things are and, like, just the little different ways that you have to play, you know, inside or outside the pocket. And, look, Jalen Hurts played inside the pocket all year long in terms of his throwing. Patrick Mahomes, most of his passes come outside of it, and it's not a negative. But, you know, long story short, like you're saying, like, Jalen Hurts, dude, he, he, he's an incredible QB. Yeah, he's going to be good for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I got to give it up to the guy, and I got to give it up, give it up to Sirianni. Even though I think he's an obnoxious punk, I mean, he designed an <laughs> offense around Jalen Hurts' strengths and almost won him a Super Bowl. But what about the Eagles' immediate future, Allen? You know, it looks like they could be losing some uh, uh, coaches. They got a lot of free agents, especially on that defense. Can they sustain this? Do you, uh, do you think? Well, you know, it's a good question, right? And look, it, it, it's it's something that you know every you know, team winning or losing that goes to the Super Bowl generally has to deal with. Um, it, it, it's tough, you know, because your your coordinate your your coordinators are going to become head coaches. Mm-hmm. Your players that ha- obviously had tremendous seasons, you know, that are free agents, like they're going to get paid, you know. Uh, but yeah, like I think they'll be fine. Um, you've got you've got your your quarterback in place. You've got AJ Brown in place, Devontae in place. Like you've got you know your weapons. Um, and look, let's. Uh, Let's also give it up to, to this. Howie Roseman knows what he's doing. He's this good, dude, man. He, he rarely misses. He might man. be he might be the best general manager in all sports. And I know, literally, know. like literally, and we never talk about him. Yep. But this dude knows what he's doing. And, and I mean, think about like five years ago yep. after the debacle of Doug Peterson and everything's gone. Like it would have been easy for Philly to just completely fall off, and they just reloaded up. So yeah, they might not look the same, but I, I wouldn't be counting them out anytime soon. Alan Bell is our guest at Alan Bell. Was what's your Twitter again? I'm sorry. Two four seven. Oh, you know I was going to say that, but for some reason, yeah. At Alan Bell two four seven. It's been a long season, my man. It, it oh. has, man. My brain is fried. <laughs> CBSSports.com, CBS Digital. Uh, did the Colts make the right hire at head coach? Who knows? <laughs> They're such a weird franchise, right? Like, I guess. I mean, you know, not hiring Jeff Saturday, which. It felt like Jim I thought Irsay, they were going to do it. I did too. Like I was like, oh, they're, like Jim Irsay is doing everything that he can to hire him, right? Uh, you know, we'll see. I, I mean, you know, they've got to fix a lot of stuff. But here's the other thing: they've got all the money in the world to do it. They've got cap space. Yeah. Like they just need to go get a quarterback. Like get a quarterback and then build around that. They've got a good defense. They've got a good run game. Like they're not, you know dregs of the NFL, right? Like, I mean, they, they, they've got a decent you know, roster to work with right now. So, yeah, we'll see. Man. But you know what? We've said that for a while. I don't think that they won a playoff game in that new stadium, have they? I don't think like, so. It, I'd have to go back and been, check. Yeah, like, it's been a while yeah. since they've been good. So, yeah, we'll see. No doubt about it. Next question. Will the Arizona Cardinals ever hire a head coach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good question, right? Like, who knows what they're going to do, man. Um, I, I, it, it, here's the weird thing, too, is, like, last year, you know, they're going through, you know, the, the, the contract parts with Kyler, uh, the GM, and Cliff Kingsbury at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Kyler and Cliff have the same agent. Yeah. Like, 
how did this thing get so bad? Like, you would have thought that, like, someone would have realized last year, like, okay, are we sure, like, both of them? Like, it's just so, it's so strange, man. Um, I'm fascinated to what they do because with Kyler, you got something to work with, man, but, you know, you got to keep him on the field and also you got to figure out some, you know, some other things on the team. But, again, like, you're not walking into a 1-16 team. Like, they're – significant pieces to work with out there sure but yeah we'll see yeah i'm i don't know man alan i'm a little sick of kyler murray and his boo-boo face and you know and he's always yep. triggered and he can't stay he can't stay healthy and he's had one playoff start and he's stunk in it i don't know i i, I think i think you, you know what? too much is like, being invested in this guy in my opinion uh, you know agreed and, and let me say this like I, I, and i didn't mean to interrupt you but like no, i agree good. with it in, in this like kyler murray might be the only person on the planet who made Cliff King very angry. Like, that dude is like Kyle Shanahan. You know what I mean? Like, just super chill. Like, hey, let's think about this. Let's have a plan. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go. Like, I've never seen the man mad, right? And it's like, <laughs> clearly, him and Kyler did not get along. So it's like, dude, Kyle, what Kyler's going to find out now is that, you know, when you pull power moves, great. The problem is, when you do them afterward, you leave yourself on an island because it's just you. Now... You might be actually the problem, and everybody's going to see it. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You know, I would love to be able to just decompress for four days and you go sit in the dark. I wish I had that kind of uh, disposable <laughs> income. Unfortunately, i got to get my ass out of bed and go to work every day. Uh, what do you make of Aaron Rodgers? And uh, it seems like a weekly question. Any more, you know, feeling of where he may end up, Alan? Man, I mean, you know, again, like – the Jets are going to be all in for him, yep. right? I think the biggest question here with Aaron is money, all right? Like, I, I, but I'll he, add to that, Alan. Does he want to really but, want to play in New York? I mean, I, I, he gets snippy he, with the Green Bay media, and they all love him. What's he going to do yeah. with those hammerhead New York writers? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let me say this. Uh, great question. And, I, and me and you specifically talked about this a year ago. Yep. I don't know how much he wants to play in general, Yeah. right? Like, I really don't. And here's the thing. He's going to do the same thing that he did last year, all right, where we do this all off season. We don't know what's going on. That's Brett Favre 2.0. He he turned into exactly that. And here's the problem. Aaron made fun of his, you know, young receivers this year in Green Bay. They don't know anything. We know whose fault that is. Mm. You, dude. (laughs) He's never around. Like, they need you. They need their quarterback. You're basically a head coach. Like you were, you were, you weren't there in the summer. You were barely there in training camp. You didn't care. You didn't throw after practice. Of course, these guys weren't on the same page. You never worked with them. Like I, I don't mean to get like hyped up, but like I've you been should. on this train for a minute. Yeah, I feel I'm the same out. way. I'm yeah, done I'm with this out guy. On Aaron Rodgers, out on him. Out. I know people talk about you know Ryan Tannehill and whatever. Look, Ryan Tannehill has done nothing but show he wants to be the dude yep. on this team, right? Like I, I he'll give you an honest that. day's work for an honest day's pay. That's what I. hundred percent, man. Know. Like the dude's gonna be there. Like I'm out on Aaron Rodgers, and I was out on Brady doing that last year. I'm glad that he retired and didn't put a team through that again because you can't afford to do that. So yeah, like who, we'll see what Aaron Rodgers does, but like if I'm Green Bay. Like, I want him gone because mm-hmm. you're not going to win anything with him. You're not. Yep. He, he's not good enough to do this, and he's going to do this every time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good on the temper tantrum. I'm out. 
All right. Good job. I like that. I like Fiery <laughs> Allen Bell. I dig yeah. that, man. Bringing the heat. It's noisy, man. Like, yeah, it is I annoying. Like people who don't want to work. Yeah, I, I just don't dig it. Yeah. Let's spin it locally. The Titans go with Tim Kelly as their OC. They hire from within. Vrabel yep. does that a lot. I don't know. I kind of wanted to see them go outside the bubble a little bit. And Vrabel yep. talks about we still want to be physical, but, you know, we need to open up our passing game. Duh. I mean, what are your thoughts? <laughs> you know, and I'm not knocking Vrabel, whatever, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, I don't know. I thought that was kind of a comfort move. What say you? You know, you know I, I think I, I don't think he hired anybody from outside. Didn't he elevate everyone, like, you know, six coaches? Yeah. 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 Arthur Smith was, a, was yeah. Arthur Smith, yeah, Todd Downing. Yeah. Yeah. I see it two ways. One, yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, you're going to, we're hiring from within with that, you know, like what we saw last year, but also, the dude's loyal, like you know what I mean, and like Vrabel is. Um, I, I don't want to say he's a simple guy; he's not. Right. But the plan is the plan, and, and I do. I, I dig that. I respect it. Right. Like the plan is the plan. That's what we want to do. And I also think Vrabel gets it too that this league is about players. Like the the, the, the better players you have, the better your offensive coordinators look like. The better everybody else looks like. Right. So I, I get that too. I, I think that a big part is going to be, you know the new front office and how they draft, how they go about the agency, all of that. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way larger part than the guy who's calling plays. Because if you've got studs everywhere, like, dude, you, can, you don't have to be, you know, the most brilliant dude on the planet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you'll get the job done. So, yeah, I, I get both sides of it. Um, we'll see, though. Like, look, I – I, we've all worked for, you know, bosses and worked under people. Doesn't mean you're the exact same as that guy. Like, you're just doing the job while he's that guy. Right. But once he's gone and you get the job, like, yeah, you, you, it could look completely different. So, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, put those shackles on Tim Kelly just yet. I'll get you out of here on this, Alan. You know, obviously 30 other fan bases right now are asking themselves, all right, how – how far away are we from the Chiefs and the Eagles, and what do we need to do to get there? Uh, how would you answer those two questions with the Tennessee Titans as we sit here today? Yeah, uh, I would say, look, you're going to have to get your skill position players figured out, a quarterback included, because, look, man, well, you know, nobody wants to pay running backs. Nobody wants to pay wide receivers. Well, guess what? Those are the dudes that score. Right. And that's what this league is about. Like, you're going to have to go do it. Um, and then number two, um, you know, it, it's about figuring out what in the world is going on with, with the health of this team. Mm-hmm. Two years in a row, you're setting records. I don't know what the problem is, mm-hmm. but that's a big problem. Like, going to have to figure that thing out. Uh, so, yeah, Titans get those two things figured out. Like, dude, look, two years ago, the Bengals. This year, the Eagles. Like, yep. teams get good quickly, man. Like, it can happen, and they got the pieces. Figure those two out, and they'll do it. All right, Al. Yeah, and I agree with you. And like Ron Jaworski said, points come out of the passing game. I added to it. Championships come out of the passing game. We just saw that. All right, yep. uh, what do you got going on for Valentine's Day? Anything lined up? <laughs> you know what I've got? A whole lot of sleeping because it's been a long football season. So, look, it's going to be boring over here at my house. What about you? Anything? Uh, single guy on Valentine's Day. I'm just going to go somewhere and drink away my sorrows like uh, Brad Powers <laughs> was on. I'll tell you what. Save me a seat beside you. Come on over, brother. Yeah, you and me, you and me together. <laughs> Hey, Brad, it's been unbelievable having you on. I'd like to continue this. I'm still working on the business side of things. If you're open to that, we'd love to keep this thing going. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, man. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. All right. See you, buddy. Begin. All right. The great Alan Bell.
from CBS. And top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. At Total Wine & More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine & More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more. And calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. It's a Bill King show. Lake Norman Buckeye. Bill will save and actually coach that 24 quarterback. At some point, he's got to hang it up. Nothing lasts forever. I want to repeat, Nick Saban is doing his favorite thing right now. He's not trying to get to a moment in life to where he can go sit on the beach. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand. 615-844-5600. John Burton, Pat and Cook hanging out here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Jim Rome comes your way at the top of the hour. We've got the McFarlands at 2. We've got the afternoon stretch at 4. Also known as Weenie in the Butt. Proudly pro- proclaimed weenie in the butt. Oh, yeah? They're into it? Uh, I, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't they be, right? Right. 
my goodness. All right. We are joined by a friend of show. In fact, he's the chief meteorologist of the Greg Pogue and John Burton show from News Channel 5 Weather, the great Henry Rothenberg. Hi, Henry. Man, you guys have low standards calling me great. Happy Valentine's <laughs> Day, buddy. Hey, yes, happy yeah, Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh-huh. All right. What time, yeah. are, what time are we meeting for happy hours? We drink our sorrows away. Uh, well, let's see. I'm done at 4 today, All so right. 401. 401. Beer, beer o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? What you yeah, think of the Super know, Bowl? Hanging in there. It, you know, it, it was good. It was low-key. Uh, just kind of chilled at the house. Mm-hmm. My sister and I watched the game. Nice. Uh, you know, fun, fun game. That was all I asked for. I was like, you know, just let this come down to like a last play or something. Right. Not a blowout. Right. But, um, yeah, no, it was good. Uh, obviously, listening to you guys talk about it, and uh, it got me thinking earlier. Sure. You were talking about the Titans um, rebuild, reload, and Pat was saying about an elite quarterback away. But my question is, what about the receiving game? Like mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, for example, he, he's solid. But he got AJ Brown and and Devonte Smith and a really good tight end and Goddard and good good guys to throw to out of the backfield. Yeah, like we, I just don't think we really have that here. Yeah, look, Traylon I mean, Burks. So, you know, Traylon Burks came on. He unfortunately he got hurt because he was really starting to come on towards the latter half of the season. But you know, Robert Woods is meh. You know, Nick Westbrook Akina is meh. You know, Austin Hooper was showed some flashes, but. I expected more out of him. You feel good about Chickaconquo, right? I think he's going to be good. But yeah, you're right. You're, I, to I your point, they need they need more outside weapons. There's no question. But uh, you know that, that was just my my question on that. Like, I mean, I, look, I am a Tannehill fan. I think you know he needs a line to protect him, mm-hmm. but he didn't really have anybody to throw to when you got uh, your top receiver going to Philadelphia, and then you got. Uh, a run game that, that unfortunately can be hit or miss at times and a line right. that can't protect you to save your life. I think, weren't we – we fared worse in, in sacks than Cincinnati did this year, didn't we? Uh, I'd have to check that, but that sounds right. Listen, the bottom line is, uh, to your point, Henry, you know, I said this earlier, you know, points come out of the passing game. You know, I'm an ex-running back. I love running the football. Love it, right? But – the bottom line is to win in this league, to win championships in this league. That's why I added to it and said championships come out of the passing game. You have to be dynamic uh, in your passing game. Um, you can't be one dimensional. You can, you know, the old adage of we'll run the ball and play defense. You can win games. You could probably win your division, maybe win a playoff game or two. But at the end of the day, you got to be able to be dynamic and, and, and versatile in your passing game in order to win championships. And we just saw a prime example of that on Super Bowl Sunday. Which was unreal. Yeah. An unreal Super Bowl. Come back to that for a sec. Sorry, that was just – the game was fun. And I know that you're a happy man because Philly didn't win. My sister actually asked me, she's like, when Dak was getting the Walter Payton Award, she goes, why are the fans booing? I was like, because you got to remember, they're Philly fans. Right. Doing <laughs> exactly. Stay classy, Philly. That is, that is so Philly. Good for – you know. You're right. You're right about but, that, man. But you're a happy man, right? Because the Eagles did not take home the Lombardi, so I know as a Giants man, you're a happy man. I am a very happy man. Thank you, Patrick Mahomes. I, I said earlier I will buy uh, uh, Andy Reid all the cheeseburgers he wants. 
Okay, I will fly to Kansas City and take him to uh, Whataburger, In and Out, wherever he wants to go. It's on me, Big Red. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! And you know what? I was happy to see him re- win as well for the way that he left Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Like, everybody knew this prior to the season, and I mean, that's just that's a dynasty there. He, yeah, yeah. And people are already starting to get sick of it. Hey, real quick. Hey, real quick, we got some nice weather coming. I know the temperature's going to dip on Friday, but the next couple of days, uh, some good weather, no? Henry? Yeah, I may get a few showers today. You know, that would be uh, all of us that don't observe the day just crying that there's a day for this. <laughs> uh, but, That's all the single people's uh, tears maybe, being cried. <laughs> exactly. And then you got uh, the chance of a few showers tomorrow. But yeah, Thursday we may have some severe weather, like, Late Wednesday night, Thursday morning, and the man temperatures are going to plummet. Mm. Uh, so these nice seventy degree highs, no, they're going away. We're going to be down in the forties on Friday. Wow! All right, Henry, thanks for calling in, buddy. Always a pleasure. Love talking to you guys, man. And four hundred one, JB. We'll see you at happy hour. All right, see you Bring then. Bring Patton. <laughs> right. No, Patton's engaged, man. He's spoken for. He's all good. So. <laughs> Thanks, man. Henry no, that's because he's not trying to impress anymore, so he can come. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> At Henry Rothenberg. You can follow him on all major social media platforms. Always great to talk to Henry. All right, we'll come back and land this plane next. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster clubhead speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee, tax-refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later? That's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HDTVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line 
Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com, you can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at tlinenash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville, Nashville's first curling venue is here. Welcome to Smashville, home of the biggest hits in hockey and the loudest parties on Broadway. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Thursday, February 16th as your Nashville Predators take on the Boston Bruins. And don't miss Saturday, February 18th against the Florida Panthers. You do not want to miss these games. Purchase your tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. That's NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. We can't wait to see you back inside Bridgestone Arena. Let's go Preds! This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. I got a lot of takes about what the games we saw. Are they hot get. takes? You don't have to put an adjective in front of them to be cooler like Jared Hot Take. You know, what? <laughs> Why didn't you fire Greg Ackerman? You know, when you ask questions like that, it's a look at me. I'm the one asking the question. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Some shows make you rip out the dial. Greg and John make you rip out the whole radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Failed to mention this, Patton. Big game for Vanderbilt tonight at South Carolina. Yep. That is a 5.30 start on the SEC Network. A golden opportunity for Vanderbilt to keep up their winning ways. This is a winnable game. Yeah, don't look now. Commodores on a win streak right now. Over beating, 500. Exactly. Beating two teams they never seem to beat ever in Florida and Tennessee. They did that back-to-back. So, Jerry, he's got it back on the tracks. Now you just got to continue it. I, I think probably NCAA tournament is out of reach. Yeah. It's kind of the start they had. But, yeah. I mean, we saw what the NIT kind of mini run they had last year. Mm-hmm. It, it brought really good morale. It was fun, wasn't it? It was fun. So uh, You went to some of those games, didn't you? I did. I went to that first game against Belmont. Great atmosphere. Yeah, I, I hope that... they do something like that again. Just something close. Teams that really should play more often, but uh, don't uh, very much. Grizzlies back at it tomorrow night here on these uh, airwaves. So uh, we'll get you ready for that uh, coming up uh, tomorrow. But, yeah, Vanderbilt at South Carolina. A 5.30 start. Note the start time. 5.30 start on the SEC Network. I will definitely have my eyeballs peeled onto that one. Elsewhere in the SEC, Missouri at Auburn, 6 o'clock on ESPN2. LSU at Georgia coming off that win over Kentucky. Uh, That's a 7.30 game on SEC Network. So three quality SEC games uh, coming up tonight. And uh, I will be very interested to see how Vanderbilt – Fairs tonight. I think they're going to come out on fire. Yeah. I think their confidence is is brewing. You know, Robbins coming off that career game, thirty two points, ten uh, rebounds, four blocks, and the win over Florida. So, um, I think Vanderbilt. You're probably right. NCAA tournament is unless they, you know, run the table at the SEC tournament. NCAA yeah. tournament is probably not going to happen. But they're going to be a fun team to watch down the stretch of the season here. Yeah, looking at kind of SEC standings right now, you're a game back at Kentucky. Auburn and Missouri and Missouri right now in fourth place in the SEC so I mean you've won some games maybe that you shouldn't Mm -hmm. and if you win some games maybe that you should I mean 
that usually uh, they usually play that first night of the SEC tournament, and that's really you don't have much of a shot doing. Yeah, that's anything that's a death march is what that is. Whenever you have to do that, you can get a good high seed heading into the SEC play. Who knows what you can do making a run? You've already shown you can beat a team like Tennessee. Now Alabama's a different story, but. Uh, good, good for Jerry and the and the Commodores here with a late surge. I'm happy for him. Vanderbilt goes in as a five point favorite. Patton, you you're gonna bang it on FanDuel promo code Greg P. I, I think I might. Uh, a hot team like Vanderbilt, South Carolina, not one of the best in uh, in SEC play. But if Liam Robbins keeps playing how he is, I mean, uh, we said it yesterday. I mean, I think you said he he's got a a really strong case to be one of the best in big men in, in, in all of college basketball at the moment. All right. You want to go in on a joint bang? Yeah, why not? All right. Uh, how much Skrilla you want to put on? Put me in for 20. All right. It is Valentine's for me tonight, so I may have to go a little lower because uh, <laughs> somebody's got to pay for dinner at the end of the night. Well, listen, have a wonderful Valentine's Day. My He's best welcome. to you and your lovely fiance. You guys have a good time. Thank Us you. single people. We'll be all right. We'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll carry on. But great show today, Patton. Thank you, as yep. always. Uh, thanks to our guests, Alan Bell and Brad Powers. Jim Rome, straight ahead. Then we got the McFarlands in two. Afternoon stretch at four. And then nothing else on the calendar. So <laughs> enjoy CBS Sports Network Radio. But thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back in some form tomorrow, I'm assuming, 9 o'clock, bright and early. So make sure you join us. Have a great day. Jim Rome, coming right up.